Good morning, my friends. Skip here again. 8.02, Sunday, April 24th. I hope all things are well with you. This is take three of this podcast. Uh, between my allergies interfering and uh, alarms going off, etc., uh, I'm struggling to get this podcast done. So I'm hoping that on this take we can we can get this podcast complete. I greet you on a Sunday morning. It's a um, bright, very chilly April Sunday morning here. Uh, the animals are asleep. My wife has gone to work. Uh, I have one kid at home downstairs sleeping. So let's hope that I'm able to get through this. Uh, I hope today is a good day for you. Uh, as always, I hope uh, that you find enlightenment and hope. So let's Let's go down the rabbit hole a little bit today. I want to take us a little further uh, down the rabbit hole. And I want to tell you that everything I talk about, everything I express, has some uh, experience of mine behind it. Uh, that I try my with all my might to uh, avoid conceptual thinking. Conceptual thinking uh, has its use, but at some point, you have to leave it behind. And I will tell you that the things that I talk about in this podcast are a result of me leaving conceptual thinking behind. Because what I'm about to share with you is a talk about the nature of reality. And I don't just mean who you really are. We've talked about that. Dozens of times. <clears throat> uh, you know, you are authentically loving. You need to get to that place. I want to talk about what reality is made up of. And so let's go there. Uh, and I will tell you that there is a life's journey behind what I'm about to tell you. Uh when I was little, and when you were little, probably too, well, I know for sure when you were younger, and when I was younger, we were taught that what we believe is who we are. What we believe is who we really are in this world. Uh, and we're taught to that. That's reinforced by our education. It's reinforced by our religions. It's reinforced by our politics. Think about that for a second. Think about... Uh, when we were introduced to reality, we were introduced to a reality that told us with no uncertain terms that, that what we believe, what we believe to be true, what we assert as true, is true. Uh, that, I think, goes without saying. It's a, it's a fact. Excuse me while I get rid of the television here. Uh, I was taught to believe that God was a certain way. I was taught to believe that life was a certain way. I was taught to believe that our family was a certain way. I was taught to believe that uh, my health, my uh, capacity to think, uh, my physical being, all was a certain way. And I, I will tell you that I still struggle to break those bonds. That's how deep... Uh, these programmings are. But we are taught that reality is what we believe it to be. And so 
we set off on a quest at a very early age to make up our minds about what reality is. And we kind of live that out. Uh, and, and that often is many, 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 the majority of people's, that's their life. What they believe, they assert, they hold on to, they fight for, they come into this world, they're programmed by those things, they fight for them and they leave the world. Well, I'm convinced that reality is not what we believe. But reality is what is real, is what really is. And here it is, folks. Reality the reality of who you are, the reality of, of the physical world, the reality of the spiritual world comes down to this simple truth for me. Take it, leave it, but here it is. That it is conscious energy. You are, I am, consciousness and energy or energies brought together. Let me try to explain. In 15 minutes... <laughs> Uh, I, for years, battled with the notion that my religion had to be right. Now, I may have had a different take on it than others. I may have had a more open-minded understanding. Uh, uh, but I was convinced that I had to buy the product. That, that my religion had to be practiced in this way or that way. And when I found said religion, which was Christianity, I thought I had found a home. I thought I had found a truth. But as time went by, I began to see that, the, that me, myself, and other people who claimed this religion, the claiming of the religion did not offer transformation. It did not offer itself to people becoming kind, or loving. As a matter of fact, folks, after 20 years of professional religious uh, career, after a professional religious career, I have found that religions and, and politics and any rigidity of belief makes people less kind. It makes them more judgmental. It gets them further from the conscious energy that we are. So, one of the great epiphanies I had uh, a few years ago was that one needs to free oneself of that. That you have to come to grips with the fact at some point that what that, that idea that we were taught, that idea that what we believe is actually what's real, that's a falsity. And that what is real is that you and me and the cat and the dog I'm staring at and the apple tree that's blossoming in my backyard, that we are all conscious energy. And we have to live out of that idea of consciousness and of energies. Let me try to explain those two things. Let's talk about energy first. What inspires you? And I don't mean intellectually. I don't mean you know, uh, seeking a high, be it through religion or through a drug. I mean, what is it that you feel deeply? Is it compassion? Uh, is it creativity? Is it a expression of sexuality 
or an expression of intimacy. Each one of us carries within us these sort of energies that, that are uniquely and particularly ours. And we have, we have them uh, to express them in healthy and loving and creative ways. <clears throat> and so <clears throat> we have to identify at the core of our being who we are. <clears throat> now, the challenge with this, let me get a drink here, folks. The challenge with this is that the world does not understand that. The, the world that says what you believe is what is real does not understand living out of those essential energies that you are. I think most people sense them on some level. Most people sort of have a feeling about this or that, but they don't live into those energies. So let's say you have an energy, <clears throat> let's say you're a creative person, and you stifle that. You stifle that because you got to earn a buck, right? We all got to earn a buck or two. But you don't express it. Uh, that really, folks, is the false programming at work. I have a, a story for you that is, is from the deepest personal annals of my life here. For years, my friends, for years, I had a recurring dream. Each dream was said in a different way, but the recurring dream was that I could play guitar. I, I would have this dream all the time, that I uh, knew how to play it, I could express myself through it, uh, up until about the age of, I think, maybe 32, 33, 34 I had this dream all the time. Finally, I pulled the trigger, if you will. I went and bought a used guitar, which I still have. And it was so difficult. I set it down. I'd pick it up. I'd set it down. I'd fumble around. I'd have the dream again and again. I'd pick it back up. Uh, about 2009, uh, you know, so what now, 12, 13 years ago, I just said, oh, I got to learn this. Uh, so I, I, I just focused. Uh, every day I practiced, and I would practice for hours. I know it sounds tedious. It was at times frustrating as heck. But I learned how to play guitar. When I learned how to play guitar, guess what I don't have anymore? Those dreams. And I really think that was my subconscious or my energy self, if you will, trying to tell me I needed that creative outlet for my energy for this part of me that I recognized I needed to express that. And I think that's true with so many energies that we have, and there are a lot of them, folks. Maybe we have the energy of compassion and we want to help the world. That itself can be a fraught with dangerous things. Maybe we have a high sexual energy and we really have to learn how to uh, focus that and use that in appropriate ways. Maybe we have an energy of, of giving or an energy of uh, service or what have you. Maybe we can, uh, we, maybe we have an energy of mechanics. Maybe we know how to fix things automatically. My youngest son uh, is, is a, he has that engineer's brain. That's his energy. And so we have these creative, these expressive energies and then we have consciousness. 
And this is where we have to become spiritual. So many of these energies are expressed in negative ways that they have become, some of them, uh, outside the norm of being human, which is really sad, folks. Uh, sexual energy being one of them. We have, we have made shameful the human experience of sexuality because we have expressed it in such poor ways. So consciousness, raising one's consciousness, raising one's awareness becomes an imperative, becomes essential. And that's what the work of this podcast, that's what the work, I think, of, of the great spiritual thinkers is trying to do. I'm not talking about proposing or presenting or perpetuating concept here about who a person is religiously or who they are not. Or I am talking about one becoming more aware of themselves, of their energies, of the need for love and compassion. When you become more loving, you become a better person, or let me say it this way, when you become more loving, you become more attuned at using those energies. And so what we are, folks, is we are these energies made manifest with consciousness. And the work of spirituality is about raising that consciousness not as easy as you think it is. Not as easy as I thought it was. Because when I found religion, I thought, oh man, I found a way to raise consciousness. When I found the 12-step program, I thought, oh man, I found a way to raise consciousness. These things helped me, don't get me wrong, but I had to walk away from them. Uh, because what I found is that the higher my <coughs> awareness and understanding becomes, the more the things that we create to get there become useless. And that's, I'm speaking from an individual point of view. Maybe you're at the place where a 12-step program helps or religion helps. <laughs> you will find at some point that you're thinking from a different place than other people, and that will make you move forward. That will make you change, <laughs> transform, and you'll have to find other places to express those energies. So what is reality? Reality for the apple tree is the consciousness of reality and the energy that's there, the energy that's making it bloom. I've seen little blooms on the apple trees. Its consciousness is of an apple tree. Its expression, its energy is of that bloom. Now you as a human being are vastly more complex because you have the capacity to reason so you, your reality is the consciousness of a human being that can reason with these energies that are part of us. And because we can reason, we have lost track for the most part of being conscious energy. And we have fallen back into that trap of believing that what we are is what we believe. I am this or that. I'm this nationality or that nationality. I'm this religion or that religion. I'm this political party or that political party. I'm skinny. I'm fat. I'm tall. I'm short. I'm blah, 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 blah. Those things are repeating in your head because that's what's been programmed in your head. And what's really even more daunting, folks, is when you begin to spiritualize those thoughts. You begin to take those thoughts and say, well, you know, um, 
what we are is, is just energy, and you should express that however you want. Yes, we are energy, but you have to have the higher consciousness raising to understand how to express it. So we just can't, we just can't spiritualize our thinking. We have to go on a quest of, of elevating our view of humanity, our view of ourselves, out of a higher consciousness in order to employ those energies correctly. Because if we don't, folks, those energies that we don't use, the energies of creativity, the energies of, of, of ingenuity, the energies of thought, the, our sexual energies can be misconstrued, can become destructive to us. Let me leave you with an example. At the end of World War II, human beings created a bomb that could split an atom and destroy, ultimately, uh, the whole planet. Out of that creative energy came the most destructive thing there is. So energies of themselves are not good unless you apply higher consciousness, higher self-love. To quote Steve Winwood, a higher love. When we employ a higher love, then we create for the benefit of others. When we create out of higher love, then we uh, express our intimacy in ways that, that are healthy. Uh, the more down this path I go, folks, the more I see Jesus is right. When he said, the ways of this world are not his ways, man. <laughs> Uh, you can be of this world, but you can't. You, you, know, you can be in this world, but don't be of it, because there's a higher consciousness involved. <laughs> Eighteen minutes and five seconds. There you go. I hope this is helpful, folks. Uh, it is to me, and I thank you for your time. I will talk to you tomorrow morning, four a.m. See you then. Bye bye.